Listen up, maggots. We got targets inbound. So lock and load your senses and stand by for imminent contact. If you love beer, you're in the beer army. So grab a frosty brew and get ready. It's time to liberate your senses. It's Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. Hey, it's Mick Dagger here. And the general. This is Beer Army Engaged. Welcome aboard. How have you been, general? <laughs> uh, this, it was a good weekend. Didn't go anywhere, really. So it was nice. That uh, I was really bummed that we missed, uh, on Sunday, we missed uh, Raleigh Brewing Company's Christmas party. Um, had a little church function, so I had a conflict of uh, things. And then uh, this week, I've been volunteering my time to uh, do the, the drive-through nativity scene that our church does already. Oh, yeah, uh, Every cool. single year. It's pretty it's huge, man. I mean, thousands and thousands of people turn out from around the uh, greater eastern North Carolina area. And it's a, basically what it says. It's like a play, but it's a living nativity screen, living nativity scene that people drive through. And every single year, oh, they, yeah. they kind of change it up or whatever. So it's always really, really cool. It's a lot of fun to see um, people get in the Christmas spirit. And so, you know, so uh, definitely. You sound you sound really tired. <laughs> I, I actually I think I'm pretty well rested. I was a little bummed out Monday, you know. It kind of hit me in the Tuesday. It's just like, wow, man. I don't know. <laughs> you losing track of your days. Well, as much as I enjoy the Christmas season, part of me is you know ready for it to be over too. It can I be guess. overwhelming. And, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. It just seems like you get taxed and and trying to just do everything. It just it just sometimes is overwhelming, but uh, just never lose focus of you know what the season's about and. Uh, I know you've been driving around, you know, doing things for that other gig of yours, you know, and it gets, yeah, it gets a little, gets a little busy. gets a little crazy before you know it. You're going coast to coast. Yeah, uh, time management south, is so. a crazy thing. That's yeah. for sure. And also this season, we're still in the throes of fantasy football. Yes. Yeah, fantasy football where I got smoke checked by Brian. He still has another guy playing. He's already beat me by 10 points, man. I'm like, down 18 with like, one just, player left. I was like, son of a bitch. So mm. I, I believe that's going to drop me at 500, 7, and 7. I believe I still make the playoffs, though. So I'm not, I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not even a wild card. I'm a no card. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. I mean, it's uh, real bad. Yours is pretty brutal, I will admit. It's uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's uh... But it's all fun. It's all it's all good. And uh, of course, uh, tickets for Jolly Skull went on. You know, they've been on sale. Uh, this this is last week before the ticket prices go up. So the advanced yep. ticket price, if you want ten dollars off, you got to do it now. Um, if you need to know well, what you need to do, just go to the web page beerarmy.org slash Jolly Skull. Basically, sign up for the newsletter, and then you get a uh, promo code, a discount code for $10. January twenty third, yes. Greenville Convention Center, awesome yep. beer festival. Yeah, I'm already excited. There's a couple of breweries that we've never had there before. Already, already confirming uh, like North Coast, and uh, I'm trying to think of some others off the top of my head. Uh, I know House Mouse Scott's been; he's the one that's heavily engaged in that. So it's been pretty cool. Looking forward to it this year. So, and as always, it's we awesome. always uh, have a beer. And uh, from Matt Brewing Company, you might not know Matt Brewing Company, but you definitely know Saranac. And they produce the Saranac lineup of beers from uh, Utica, New York, which is about 40 miles east of Syracuse. If you look at the state, because New York's kind of a weird tri, you know, like weird shaped state or whatever. It's basically dead center, though, pretty much for, okay. the, for the state of New York. And this is their Disruption Nitro Brown Ale coming in at 7% ABV. And uh, I love it because it's another nitro beer. I'm really digging nitro beers. I haven't had, uh, I don't know if I've had a brown ale on nitro and this definitely changes up the complexity a little bit. You know, yeah. I've had plenty of stouts. I've even had IPAs because that seemed like to be the other, um, you know, end of the extreme or whatever. But this is this is really, really good. And uh, before we talk about it, Saranac has a little video um, that we're just going to play a little snippet of. They have uh, Growler the Bear. 
video. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> does he have a handle? Yeah, he, he does a little rock out. He has a, a handle on this beer, for sure. <laughs> so give it a little listen. Pop that beautiful can, Growler. What makes disruption unique is that there's a widget in the bottom of the can. It releases nitrogen into the beer right before you pour. That wasn't easy to get done, though, was it, Scott? Disruption is a really tough beer to make. It took us six or seven attempts to get the perfect recipe. Disruption is a bigger, bolder version of an English brown ale. It clocks in at 7% ABV and is brewed from chocolate and crystal malts. The smooth nitro effect of the beer accentuates the caramel, coffee, and chocolate flavors of the beer. Wow. So Saranac producing that in-house. I like that music. I like the little uh, porno like, music yeah, or whatever you got. And then uh, what you didn't see happening was Growler the Bear, this dude dressed up in that bear costume. Or and then he's at the mash paddle, and he's doing a little air guitar with that uh, <laughs> little guitar riff there. Whatever, so. Very arousing beer. Uh, I, always, I always get a kick out of it. You know, I feel like you got to feature. When a brewery takes the time to try to put something together, you know, it's, you know, you got to try to feature it, right? So uh, Yeah. Makes no. me wish I had my mustache back. <laughs> so, uh, just uh, I didn't realize until right now, this very moment, that we just basically did back-to-back beers because uh, we did Cooperstown. We did Brewery Oma Gang mm-hmm. last week. And literally, these breweries are maybe 30 miles as a crow flies apart from oh, each other. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't even think about it until, you know, as I was looking like, oh, what beer are we going to feature this week? You know, I just grabbed it and went and uh, didn't even think about it. You grabbed the beer with the porn music. That's right. Uh, it pours, uh, you know, again, this is nitro beer. That's one of the cool things you can do is you pop it open. You just slam it straight upside down, you know, right into the glass and it won't mm-hmm. uh, overflow because of the whole being a nitro beer. So you pour it straight up and down because it's a nitro beer. It's got this uh, nice dark brown color with a thick, creamy, uh, tan-colored head. There's uh, You definitely get that nice cascading feature of the nitro beer as it kind of does that volcanic eruption. Uh, there's uh, you know plenty of lacing on the side of the glass. i definitely picking up aroma of sweet toffee, caramel, chocolate, uh, roasted. There is some of that roasted malts. I'm also getting some nuttiness. Um, uh, not like hardcore and like a nut brown ale, but I, I definitely pick up nuttiness off the aroma. And then the flavor is similar with that. But then I'm picking up the hazelnut. So that's where I think some of that nuttiness yeah, okay. is coming from. Sweet hazelnut, toffee, and caramel. You definitely get the roasted malt in there as well in the finish to give you some of that bitterness. Um, there's like this um, chocolate milk character to this beer uh, is the best way I can kind of explain it or whatever. I oh. really like this. I've never had a brown ale on nitro. And I, yeah. I really like this. It's... um. Just due to the the style of, of the brown and how smooth it is, that it's just that nitro complexity mm-hmm. really pulls out a really unique uh, flavor, man. No, I, I really when I was thinking of descriptors, it's like chocolate milk is the best way. I mean, not that it tastes like chocolate, like chocolate milk, but that consistency, the viscosity, and everything else mm-hmm. like that in the mouthfeel. And speaking of mouthfeel, the mouthfeel and bar, meat, uh, mouthfeel and body are medium to full. Uh, there's and I know I use this word a lot, lots of chewiness. There's just lots of chewiness, so. Uh, can't get away from that word. Lots of uh, <laughs> soft, creamy carbonation with that finish being smooth, but then there's kind of dryness on the back on the palate too. So, um, yeah, it's it's a very uh, it's an interesting beer. It's a fun beer. It's uh, deceiving. Yeah, no. At seven percent, it is really deceiving. It doesn't taste like seven percent. No, not and, at all. <laughs> and, then, and of course, the size of the can. If you drink that can by yourself, I think you're gonna you're, you'll start to feel the effects a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're gonna hear porn music in your head. <laughs> You might start seeing bears doing air guitar. So, uh, Matt Brunk, so it was founded in 1888 by Francis Xavier Matt I at the foothills of the Andorondack Mountains. Uh, it's an American-owned brewery that is the fourth oldest in the U.S. 
So it's got that going for it. It produces the Saranac line of beers, soft drinks, which they have some great. Uh, I've had their root beer. I've had their orange creamsicle, yes. which I really, really yes, like. Yes. Um, they also do, I didn't know this, they do the Kirkland uh, beers for Costco on the East Coast. So all the Costco, all the Kirkland brands is produced by them, which oh, wow. is, you know, which is the, um, what do you want to call it? Not, um, I don't want to say bargain beer, but you know what I mean? Kirkland, right, well, yeah. Kirkland is a uh, thrifty brand, I guess I would say. A thrifty beer. A thrifty brand. Mm. And uh, so Matt, and that's what he went by, instead of, he didn't go by Francis, but Matt, he worked at the Duke of Baden Brewery in the Black Forest region of Baden, Germany. And this is way back in, you know, before 1880s. He immigrated to the U.S. in 1880 and worked at the Charles Beerbauer, Beerbauer Brewery as lead salesman and brewmaster before reorganizing into the West End Brewing Company in 1888, which was the predecessor to Matt Brewing Company. So, and you'll have to follow me along here because there was a couple of name changes as we go along. But pretty much 1888 is when Matt Brewing Company started, but it was he reorganized it as West End Brewing Company. So he must have either took ownership or had a piece of the ownership and then continue moving on. Uh, and, of course, it's always been at Utica. And uh, I've had the luxury of actually touring this brewery, being in Utica, uh, very old. Uh, there's a railhead that goes right through there. They're really definitely part of the downtown community. There's, like, this gate and everything else. They do this run. And um, the the tour was almost like a museum where they had just artifacts, not artifacts, but remnants of things before Prohibition, through Prohibition, World right. War One, World War Two. just really cool um you know, serving trays and mirrors and just stuff that you will not see anywhere, probably. And it's so. still in its original location? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's amazing. Yeah, to be that long, you know, going this long. So, um, And, of course, they survived Prohibition by producing soft drinks under the Utica Club label, as well as ginger ale and other non-alcoholic malt tonics. I had to look up what the hell is a malt tonic. Well, it's a tonic, but, made, but malt-based, but... So uh, he, they really got behind the marketing of their Utica brand with TV in the 50s and 60s. So if you remember, we had consolidation happening in the 60s and 70s of Bud mm-hmm. Miller Coors and regional breweries being bought by the bigger Bud Miller Coors. Well, they were able to, you know, stiff arm and kept doing the Heisman. And uh, they really um, they developed uh, some really good, um, I don't want to say marketing gimmicks, but advertising characters and such. And uh, they were able to really use that and push their Utica brand, which was kind of like their flagship at that time. And... Um, the brewery was renamed FX Matt Brewing Company around circa 1980, um, and then recently Matt Brewing Company dropped the FX, and now it's just Matt Brewing Company. And the brewery is currently underneath its fourth generation of leadership, and they've won plenty of awards and done their fair share of contract brewing to include. Uh, that's where Brooklyn Brewery started with their lager was contract brewing. Oh wow, these guys, so, nice. Yeah, so it, uh, and I know they do others. I just don't know off the top of my head because obviously a lot of times they keep it down to down low. Who the hell is contract brewing and where the contract brewing? So. What but, a history! Yeah, it, it's. I'm not doing it justice. I'm definitely not doing. I'm just gla- glossing over. Well, you the, said the high you said enough there. there. You said enough. I mean, going back to the late 1800s mm-hmm. and still having that same location, still having yeah. the, the memorabilia and nostalgia from that time. And wow, if anybody's in that area or going to be traveling through, yeah, Utica. So if you're going, you know, east to west or west to east, uh, New York, it's pretty much it's right. I mean, you don't even have to get off very far off the. I can't think of the name highway that goes through there and the number or whatever, but it's part of the, you got to pay a damn toll. I know that. <laughs> but if you're going from Buffalo to Albany, Albany to Buffalo, whatever, it's like halfway in between there or before you hit Syracuse going towards Buffalo. But you definitely got to check it out. The thing that always really hit me was the World War II memorabilia because they had mm-hmm. oil can beers, you know, at the mm-hmm. little uh, church key. And they just they had some really cool stuff, really cool stuff. So. 
And this is a delicious beer. It's Saranac said Disruption Nitro. It's a nitro brown ale. Definitely check it out. Smooth, creamy, chocolatey notes. Uh, it's really, it's unique. It's definitely worth uh, one putting on your list as having tried, if not uh, continually drinking. <laughs> some way or another. Yeah, I highly recommend it. And uh, they, they do have some uh, good seasonal beers. Um, I'm trying to think some of the ones that I've had off the top of my head. Uh, but you definitely got to go just drive. This is one of those breweries. That's a destination brewery. You definitely yeah. want to go check it out. Uh, yeah, bucket list brewery. And, yeah, and the cool thing is when you get, you can take the tour with your kids, and they'll give you tickets, but the cool thing is kids can drink the soda because yeah. they have their Saranac sodas, you know, and while you're drinking beer. So that's really oh, wow. it's a win-win. Heck yeah. <laughs> we'll get more information on Saranac at beerarmy.org or just double-click if you're listening on iTunes here. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, by the way, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't plug their website. I'm, I apologize. So if you want more information, go to Saranac. That's S-A-R-A-N-A-C.com. Yep. And you can link right to it from the show notes here, Beer Army Engaged. Whether it be on iTunes, double-click the uh, the logo for Beer Army Engaged, or if you're listening on Podbean, you'll see the show notes right there as well, online at beerarmy.org. So definitely check that out. Enjoy this beer and stick around. We have our Heroes Never Die segment coming up. Yeah, I'm going to be eating crow, man. <laughs> You're going to be eating crow? Yeah, I'm going to eat crow. You're going to uh, find out why. Third World Countries have to beat me up, man, because mm. uh, I'm definitely going to eat crow here, but you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about here. Oh, wow. Well, stick around for this. Go AWOL with Beer Army Radio. We're online and mobile at beerarmy.org. Every soldier needs quality gear. Get yours at BeerArmy.org. Hats, t-shirts, and more. Show Murphy he can't keep you down and announce to the world that you're in the Beer Army. Go to BeerArmy.org. Do it. Uh, By the way, Murphy's a bitch. It's Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. Hey, don't forget BeerArmy.org, a great resource for you, not only for information here uh, for our show notes for today's episode, but uh, or as well... There's some great swag up there, some awesome blogs and other information on what's going on in Beer Army. But speaking of that swag. Yeah, we just got a new shirt uh, design and we got the um, the Beer Army oval design uh, with the shield print on the back. We have to get it up on the website. We just haven't. Uh, House Mouse Scott, I'm blaming it on him. He hasn't busted <laughs> out the mannequin to throw the shirt on, take the picture, put it on the website, blah, 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 blah. No, it's all Scott. Send Scott hate mail. <laughs> and then, of course, we have two other designs. We have the Fire in the Hole, and we have Heroes Never Die. We have the, which Jackie did, which is, they're really oh, badass. I can't wait to the, see the those. Logos. So if you go on to the website um, for the beers, that is basically that on the front. And then the uh, the Phoenix logo on the back. And, Hell yeah. Uh, I think Fire in the Hole will be like this cardinal color shirt. And, and then Heroes Never Die is going to be a light olive shirt basically nice so we've used the shirt colors before and they always seem to turn out really well is it similar to the old yeah. school heroes yeah basically yeah to kind of pay homage to that or whatever yeah. so uh we felt uh you know we should stick with that color <laughs> absolutely wow so man a lot's shaking not only is the uh, the new website up and the new swag being up there but uh, a new uh, venture with the uh, beer army foundation of course the hornets mm-hmm. they yeah. got a lot shaken and man what an awesome response and as new as this is the response that has been generated is absolutely amazing they got their well i guess we're rolling up as the beer army foundation christmas party slash beer army hornets december meeting slash uh in this area <laughs> that we live in with all of our neighbors and we've invited them to come on out as well so it's it's like this Oh, no name party. <laughs> I think of anything. You know? so, they call it a trifecta of awesome. Yeah. So we got Brandon Snow coming out to play, and he, he does great. He uh, he plays really well. He played for uh, Give Him Hell uh, before uh, Brian Merrick came in with his crew and played, and I think he did a hell of a job. And we'll have a bouncy bounce for the kids. And so, yeah, this is you know family-friendly, kid-friendly, going from 12 to 5. 
um, you know, if you can make it out, make it out, you know, if you Absolutely. Can, it's at the Beer Army compound and, uh, you can get uh, more information, go on to Facebook, uh, or, you know, beerarmy.org or any of those, you know, and <laughs> the portal that I call Beer Army, you can reach it and, uh, you know, figure it out. But yeah, if you're in New Bern and you want to come out to the Christmas party, awesome, please do. We'd love to have you. Have you heard from uh, Christy or Paige on, uh, on regard to the Hornets? Well, I mean, I talked to them, you know, I know Paige has been traveling a lot. Uh, she's been flying and driving. And <laughs> so, uh, I did talk to her, uh, her husband, Derek a little bit and he's like, yeah, we just got back late <laughs> last night and then they're taking off again Sunday. And, you know, and so it just, they're, I don't know, they're, they're really busy. And Christy, I saw Friday night or whatever. She came over for a little bit and we were just BSing or whatever. And, uh, Watch some horrible movies. <laughs> we we watched the uh, well, actually, Mission Impossible. We watched that. That wasn't too bad. And then we watched uh, Tom Cruise Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, the newest, the the latest oh, in that right, one. It right. wasn't too bad. And then, but dude, we watched that uh, the new Maze. You know, Scorch Trials or whatever. Oh my gosh, was that thing so bad, dude? It was oh, the Maze so, Runner. Yeah, the first one was awesome. The yeah. second one, not so much. Not so much. Well, it's <laughs> kind of hard to live up to the hype when you set the bar high. But uh, speaking of playing games and stuff like that, we got uh, Lena's going to be busting out some trivia again Wednesday night, tonight. So uh, Beer Army Burger Company, if you're around okay. in the area. Uh, last week they had over 20 people show up, and uh, Lena said it was a really good time. It was good to see some of the, some new faces, but also see some of the old uh, Beer Army crew uh, coming out. So uh, And we gave out uh, gift cards. I, don't, I can't remember who won them or whatever, but somebody got them. So uh, nice. come on out. It's a good time. So. Heck yeah, don't forget that's a Beer Army Burger Company off uh, Pollock Street, downtown New Bern. And is that every Wednesday? Well, we just we just started to back up last week, and then uh, Lena said, you know, we're going to do it this week, and then after that, who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because it seems like people get burnt out, you know, maybe we go to bingo, or maybe we go to something else, or maybe it just seems like when you start doing things repeatedly, it just kind of gets lost in translation. No, you got to find what sticks. Yeah. yeah. So That's true. And sometimes taking a break is what sticks, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's like not doing it so often. Well, it's good to have Lena back uh, in yeah. the Beer Army mix and yeah. uh, doing good things for us, and as well, the Beer Army Hornets. Get all the information on the Hornets uh, online at beerarmy.org, and uh, as far as the events at the Beer Army Burger Company, those can be found. They're posted on Facebook. Yeah, so if you go to beerarmy.com and you go onto the calendar or whatever, you click on that, it's going to take you to the Facebook event and they'll list all the events that are going on Heck yeah. at, Beer, at the Beer Army Burger Company. So Great way to stay in the know. Yes. And right now, speaking of staying in the know, we have to share something awesome somebody's done. Uh, it's a crazy world. You never know what's going to happen. And uh, when things happen, that's a really or uh, unsettling for some. They are a rare breed of people that are usually there to set things right or do what they can because uh, you never know who's going to step in the gap. So, Mick, before we came into the break, I said I'm about to eat crow. And remember uh, how the abandoned child, we recently featured a news article about that where it happened in L.A., where somebody buried, you know, uh, it was about 24, 24 hours or whatever. And remember, and then months, 10 weeks before that, we had uh, the dog Pui who rescued yeah. in Thailand. And, I, you know, and I said, oh, you know, only in a third world, you know, that was kind of like the air of uh, arrogance, I guess. I felt on my part saying, you know, only, you would never have that in the U.S., you know, or whatever. Well, I am sad to say we have another reporting of a, uh, oh, a child man. being abandoned, but at least, uh, uh, at least this time, the, the, the mother did it. Uh, well, this is New York in New York City, so it's on the other side of the country. But the way she did it, I thought, was just kind of interesting, especially this time of year or whatever. And Well, give a listen here. Ask a man of faith, and he'll tell you it's a miracle. Well, God works in mysterious ways. A maintenance worker at Holy Child Jesus Catholic Church heard crying 
That led him to the church, and right there in baby Jesus' spot in the manger was a newborn, mm -hmm. at best a few hours old. Bishop Octavio Cisneros couldn't believe his eyes. The umbilical cord was still dangling from the baby. EMTs checked the baby and he appeared to be healthy. But who left him there? Church members say surveillance cameras caught a woman, possibly the mother, entering the church about 20 minutes before the newborn was found. A woman did come into the church with some bag and left the church and um, the bag was sort of dangling in the wind. Under New York safe haven law, parents can abandon a newborn at a safe location, like a church, hospital, or police station, but they have to notify someone. That didn't happen in this case. It's unclear whether the woman will face charges. For now, police are just trying to identify her. And the bigger question is what will happen to the baby. This child, we believe, was a gift almost to this parish. Social Services is looking for a home for the newborn. But after hearing his incredible story, he's already got parish members calling the church, volunteering to be his new parents. It means that people care and, and they're willing to uh, come in and, and help and, and give this new life a future. Wow, man. Yeah, that's what I thought, too, is, is well, for, first of all, unlike what we featured a couple weeks ago in California, this mother went to a safe surrender area good to go and mm -hmm. of course each state's a little bit different so in new york i guess you have to notify somebody <laughs> that you're going to do this which i don't quite understand because it takes the anonymity anonym well, well, well i don't know if you have to, if you have to give your name or you just have to make them aware that there is oh yeah i don't know it it sounded like you had to notify somebody but maybe because she didn't notify anybody but it sounded like uh the maintenance worker was johnny on the spot so it, it was uh <laughs> I guess the reason I'm saying I got to eat crow because I was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know that. I, I guess the difference though is between the first two in Thailand and then California. People were, weren't looking for the baby to be found, you know. Right. This one, yeah. she did it, I think, specifically because of that. But to be, um, I mean, for the baby to still have the umbilical cord attached and everything else like that, that means that the mother must have gave birth at home. I would think, not in a, not in a, um, um, a hospital. Right. And I, I don't know. I just. It's like, wow, you know, like just so, I don't know. It, it tears me apart because it's like, well, you don't know the situation that that person's in where they just don't feel like they have any other option. And um, as a father who has four kids, they are my world. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I can't imagine having to be in such a dire straits where you feel like that's your only option. It, it just. Uh, well, desperation can really mess with people's heads. Yeah, no, I just, you know, but so the, so the hero, so, you know, so who's the hero in this case or whatever? It's like, it's almost like this known unnamed thing because, you know, thank God the maintenance worker went to investigate the crying. Thank God that, uh, you know, the Holy Child Jesus Catholic Church, I mean, obviously they're a church, so they're going to be, but the parishioners and, and, and the congregation who now is basically fighting over who's going to have a chance to either adopt or look after this child to me, makes me feel really good that again, we're a member of the human race and um, to take something that's negative like that and turn it into a positive. Um, I hate to say that I feel like they're saying, you know, we have to find out who the mother is or whatever, find out whether they're going to press charges. And it's kind of like, well, it's a safe surrender I don't know. I've kind of got mixed emotions on this specific case. The other one in L.A., that really, I'm still pissed oh, off about yeah. that. Thailand, well, I'm yeah. still pissed off about that yeah. because, you know, that's bullshit, you know. Well, safe surrender is, you, I mean, it's kind of like an, you can anonymously kind of, look, mm -hmm. this is, no questions asked is supposed to be the whole thing behind right. it. So, um, I mean, I you know, know. the that's, whole thing is you got surveillance video capture, but 
but the thing is, she was, you know, that's the whole point of it. You're, again, you, you know, you take away, like you said, anonymity, anonymity, <laughs> I can't even talk, from it. And, you know, I think you're going to hamper people that are willing to do safe surrender or use that. Then right. you're, you're going to have people doing, let's dump it off at, you know, in a crack in a sidewalk somewhere, you know. So, Man. Well, good on that church for being a Johnny on the spot. Yeah, and, no, absolutely. And, Especially at that early uh, you know, because a baby gets cold like that at that early. Unfortunately, well, thank honestly, thank God for the weather. Yeah, no, it's had some great weather, I mean, man. No been, doubt about it. Yeah, it's been so, uh, rather unseasonably warm. I think it's really cool, though, if you are a Christian or you know a God fearing person, to the babies in the manger scene. You know where baby Jesus would be, and this is where the mother um, left it. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, I'm hoping she, you know, or she must be either a God fearing woman or something like that to go to a church to do it like that. And, you know what I mean? Cause think mm-hmm. about it, people go to places that they're somewhat familiar or I mean, not familiar. Maybe I'm not saying she goes to this church, but like, why did she choose there, you know, or that church or th- that location yeah, within the church? A lot of unanswered questions. With yeah. This. It's just, it's really interesting. So, wow. Well, get more information. Uh, hit up at beerarmy.org uh, and check the show notes and uh, definitely uh, check this out. Wow. It's, that's very moving in a lot of different ways. I mean, it's, it's sad, but yet as well intriguing. Yeah. No, especially this time of year or whatever. But I just, I, I am never going to say, oh, only in a third world country or something ever again, because obviously uh, us being the uh, this leading superpower, I guess, we <laughs> we have nothing to, <laughs> we cannot say anything anymore. True. <laughs> My God. Man. Yeah. Wow. How uh, it's been, what, a span of a month and a half, and we've had three instances of this that uh, we've Well, we did. Talked well, about. It was uh, about 12 weeks ago, three months ago, we did that one in Thailand. Oh, wow. And then, Time and, then, flown and, by. Then, and then just two weeks ago is when we did the, um, the one in LA. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because we did, basically, we did law enforcement back to back. We did California. It was uh, Los Angeles. Police department responded to that one, and then last week we featured the the, the terrorist attack in San Bernardino, and we and we recognized California law enforcement. So that's how yeah. I kind of remembered it was California law back to back, basically. So, but yeah. wow, good stuff. Get all the information you need. Hit up the show notes, and uh, we've got our Yikum to Sue. Yeah, speaking of, speaking of law enforcement, man, I got an acrobatic deer off of a police car. <laughs> Ninja deer. <laughs> the deer is out of oh control. Put figure skates in this thing. Uh, I've got uh, I've got some crazy stuff. It's amazing how pa- how parents are naming their kids now. Oh man! Not only this, but um, uh, could you imagine? Just I'm just going to put this out there. These words don't seem to go together, but yet I have a story that does make oh. them go together. Iraqi lottery jackpot winner. <laughs> and I'm not just talking somebody who's Iraqi. I'm talking somebody in Iraq. Yeah. Just stick around. Okay. You'll, you'll get the details on this. It's all coming up for Yikum to Sue here on Beer Army Engaged. Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. On the battlefield of beer, an informed soldier is a good soldier. Learn more about the Beer Army Foundation. Go to beerarmy.org. Get informed about beer, upcoming events, festivals, and community outreach that the Beer Army provides and supports. The revolution starts with you at beerarmy.org. I have to tell you, Dustin, the power of the Beer Army Foundation is uh, not to toot our own horns, but I'll tell you what, man, uh, with things we have coming down the pike, the people that are uh, realizing and understanding and have already known and have been a part of it for a while now, uh, just what Beer Army Foundation is able to accomplish and generating scholarships and being a positive force in the community is absolutely awesome. And we've got some uh, awesome stuff coming down the pike. 
Yeah, actually, in, in a couple of weeks is when our uh, scholarship uh, application process opens up and people can start applying because um, we moved that earlier for 2016 and it'll go from uh, 1 January through the end of March. Do the selection process in April and then we'll, you know, we'll name the, uh, the recipients in uh, May. So we're really looking forward to that. Uh, but a big reason why we're able to do that is because people are pledging their support and becoming Bear Army Super Soldiers. And, you know, you can go get more information about that by going to beararmy.org slash pledge. And we have different levels that, excuse me, I got a little disruption there. <laughs> <laughs> Great beer. And and you can, uh, you know, select the level or whatever. And um, there's different swag items at different levels. And so uh, for our existing soldiers, uh, hold on because you're going to be getting your new 2016 gear. Mm. And uh, basically, it's the Bear Army Super Soldier logo, different color, years updated. So you can start uh, being a hipster like and throwing up those stickers and magnets and, and whatnot. Um, but yeah, please uh, pledge your support. Uh, go to beararmy.org slash pledge. Uh, it's because of you, um, why we're able to do what we do. And even if you can't afford to pledge or, or whatever, just you supporting us, um, you know, through positive reinforcement on Facebook or social media or attending our events or, or whatever it is. Just sharing we, we and it. spreading the yeah. word, yeah. It, it really helps us out. It helps us out tremendously. And, it, it, you know, there's a reason why North Carolina Brewers Guild, uh, you know, we were recognized by them. And and humbly, we really appreciate it. But it's because of uh, you, the listeners, and uh, all the loyal supporters uh, that are out there um, pushing Beer Army forward. Yeah, without you, we wouldn't be possible. So. You're rather humble in... in um taking a lot of credit for for uh, what Beer Army is able to accomplish. and But uh, fortunately, the North Carolina Brewers Guild did honor Beer Army and you and with a specific award, and I think everybody needs to know exactly what that award is. Yeah, no. Is you the, say it was like, hey, thanks, you know. No, but, well, it was the Community Contributor Award, so it was the first time the, the Brewers Guild has given out awards or anything that was this year, and uh, one of those was the Community Contributor Award. And for people, um, you know, making an impact in the communities in, you know, North Carolina, and uh, yeah, we were very. It was very cool. It was very. Uh, it was very. It was very cool. It humbles you, mm-hmm. and and I wish I could take the credit for it, but I can't. You know, it, sure, the idea maybe started with me, but it has grown exponentially beyond what I could have done as an individual. And it's people like you, you know, when they do the show yeah. and everything else, and then people are supporting us, and people going to Bear Me Burger Company and buying burgers, and you know, and eating and continuously eating. And, uh, we appreciate it, and of course. Uh, it's companies like um, you know Double Barley and Raleigh Brewing Company and Frog Level doing the collaborations that they've done that helped us raise money this year. You know, and there's other companies that, uh, um, but of course the one I really want to talk about is Sierra Nevada because mm-hmm. we're going up uh, tomorrow and they're releasing the beer, uh, the Squared Away, uh, our our Dunkel Weizenbach coming right, in at seven yes. percent, and so we're very very excited. We're very very appreciative, but it's because of companies like that who are forward thinking enough to say, hey, you know. We believe in what you're doing. We want to partner up with you and uh, offer money, uh, you know, to fund into scholarships for aspiring degree-seeking students. So we're very excited because next year we're going into Oregon and we're going into Virginia. And I'm just really, really excited about that. And, uh, you know, in 2016, we have big plans as we try to give out a few more scholarships than we did this past year. Maybe 15 to 17 is what we're trying to shoot for. And start an endowment fund to try to start paying these uh, scholarships in, in perpetuity, basically. So nice, end, you know. And, and uh, there's a lot of hard work that's going to be needed to to build an endowment fund. But uh, but yeah, so Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. If you're anywhere in the Asheville, Mills River, Western North Carolina, uh, tomorrow tomorrow night, come on out. Uh, uh, House Mouse Scout, myself, you, um, we're all going to be out there. We're going to be imbibing on it, and uh, we're going to have a good time. So. Uh, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. And uh, it's a big family. Beer Army is essentially a family. That's what's uh, generated the success that's been able to be accomplished is uh, 
it's a family, eh? You pull it in. You drink beer, you're in the Beer Army, and let help us do good things. Hit up beerarmy.org. But right now, uh, let's dive into some of the, the stuff in the, in our in our crazy world, because uh, <laughs> some stuff you just can't make up. So let's yick them to Sue. This isn't something that is just outrageous or whatnot. It's just something really feel good I wanted to mm-hmm. share. Yeah. Um, following her loss to Holly Holm, Ronda Rousey yeah. you know, kind of went into seclusion. Mm-hmm. She did commit to going to the Marine Corps ball with a Marine out of Camp Lejeune. Right. Uh, Lance Corporal, uh, what was his name? Uh, Hashert or yeah. something like that. Some, yeah, I remember it. But a, there was she a was lot able of, to fulfill that. There was a lot of speculation getting... that yeah, yeah, is she gonna go? Because right. nobody really knew. Right. She did go. Oh, did she? It was uh, this past Friday, the oh. uh, the eleventh. So she did go, and uh, TMZ caught up with her after the ball. Uh, and here's what she had to say. How was the Marine ball? He was a real gentleman and a real sweetheart. And All right. <laughs> Can I get one? It was. Um, How about the rest? The only of the smiling I've been doing. <laughs> I love that. She said, it's the only smiling I've been doing. Yeah. And she said before she left, she said that, uh, you know, this is probably what she needs to get out of the house. Because if it yeah. wasn't for this and going and having the honor to go to the Marine Corps ball, she'd probably be depressed and on the couch. Well, I, you know, <laughs> Ronda Rousey. got to give her props. No, no. I, I was a fan of hers until she had her uh, her coaches. Uh, you know, with the ultimate uh, fighter or whatever. And then I kind of felt she's just kind of arrogant or whatever. But, well, yeah. uh, you know, it's no different than like we talked about Cam Newton or whatever. You know, when you're riding on top and nobody can knock you off, I, I, I guess I can kind of understand that. And she's definitely got skills. There's no doubt about it. I mean, she is a – she's one hell of a fighter, um, uh, female athlete. Um, you know, I think pretty much for the most part a good positive role model for, for other women out there. You know, she's not out there – uh, you know, on a stripper pole or anything, you know what I mean? I, I think mm-hmm. she's living her life and doing what she, you know, I mean, she pretty much, she walks the talk, you know, and, um, we got to so. give credit to Holly Holm though. Too. Yeah. Holly no, Holm is a class yeah, prepared. And, uh, I mean, talk yeah. about prepare for somebody like that. And, and I know that right now the big thing is, you know, they're already scheduled to have a rematch was what blows me away. Next June or July. Yeah. UFC and, 200 and, you know, they're asking Dana White, like, Hey, is that a good idea to already have it so soon? You know? And, um, I don't know. You know, I, I'd like to see that percolate, I guess, a little bit. I wouldn't like to see him jump in in less than a year. I'd like to see it go greater than a year, let Holly fight somebody else, you know. And um, But, hey, you know, that's awesome. I'm glad that she went to the Marine Corps Ball. And, uh, you know, it, not just because it's a Marine thing, but just our service members and supported some service member. And I know this that whole thing's kind of like been a thing. A couple of years ago, it started somebody. I don't remember who the first uh, – popular person that was invited to for some reason it's, it's i'm drawing a blank but then all of a sudden that seemed like to be the thing celebrities being asked i know that um uh timberlake i think was one of them that went when a female marine asked and he yeah, went to the yeah, ball yeah. and uh i don't remember where the hell uh, um where it started at but it seemed like to be a thing there i think aston kutcher did it too uh maybe not but uh, oh no mila kunis Mila. oh mila yeah. yes yes i kind of yes. i have uh, mixed emotions about it because it's kind of like guilting somebody into going it's because <laughs> it you're a celebrity it? and you say no you can yeah, be perceived you, you as you a look total like an prick, ass right, you know right, right. so so but leave it to us uh, service members to be cunning like yeah, that dude, uh, like set the trap adapt and overcome the that's how right. i get my celebrity crush to do something with me exactly post the video online and guilt them into meeting me yeah well i'm sure he probably was a real gentleman because if he got too frisky i'm sure she's gonna strike him <laughs> oh well, yeah you yeah yeah and we'll process her boyfriends another ufc yeah, fighter yeah. so but speaking of striking uh so deer you know we have lots of deer out here in east north carolina they run around we people are always running into deer because um 
well, anywhere it seems like in the U.S., you know, where uh, Wisconsin or Colorado, I'm sure people run into animals, right? I mean, you have roadkill. I mean, it's like it happens, right? I mean, it just yeah. happens. So there's this video of this dash cam of a Kentucky police department, and it's, uh, it's <laughs> they're using it to show the teach residents how to handle similar wildlife encounters. And I, I think I think as ironic is that it's an Oregon uh, newspaper that picked this up of something that happened in Kentucky. You know, it's almost kind of like on the other sides of the country or whatever. But uh, there's not – we got the video. We're going to play it. You're not going to hear a lot of audio per se, you know, people talking. You're just going to – well, just play it. It's just a little snippet. Oh, my God. So that is the deer <laughs> getting hit by the car. Oh, my God. It's literally doing three somersaults. It lands it's on its like feet. It's like deer's doing parkour. It lands on its feet and continues running into the woods. And oh, my God. I mean, God, that's it's, it's, crazy. Like, it's like a triple somersault or a triple axle and then just continues running off. So it didn't break its leg or anything. No. Like, it's like it jumped and then got bumped by the yeah. vehicle and then did this weird, like, parkour move flip. And then lands and runs off. Well, the, the Kentucky Police Department saying it credits the officer who, and I quote, applied his brakes and steered away from the deer in a controlled manner for making the situation, for keeping and making the situation. Yeah, and what's going through his head is, oh, shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but what I thought was really cool is on this website where they have the video posted. This is in Oregon now. They have this really cool interactive map showing all the roadkill that has happened over the past seven years <laughs> and the, the different animals. And what I was like blown away is like, you got beaver, you got uh, mountain goats, you got like, and you click it, and it shows like, okay, this is where all of the. <laughs> and if you if you do it, you're if you're hungry in Oregon, you I know just, where to get some roadkill. I just thought I just thought it was interesting because they had like beaver and they had like just everything, man. They had like this long you know lineup of of animals. You just uncheck the box, you can see like around the state of Oregon where they've uh, had incidences. So oh wow, <laughs> I don't know, I, I'm an idiot, but I found the besides the video, I found that interactive map kind of uh, interesting. <laughs> it's totally worth seeing. <laughs> <laughs> Deer's parkour move. Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, we're running down on time. Uh, we have to say, uh, which one do you want to hear? Do you want to hear the Iraqi lottery jackpot winner, or you want to hear uh, unique baby names people are naming? No, I definitely Iraqi lottery pot. Yeah, that's yeah, more Yikum yeah. to Sue. Yes, yeah. definitely. Although the other one is as well. Quite honestly, we'll Let's save, save that week. for next week. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, no. Here's a very interesting story to share. Okay, get a load of this. We've all bought lottery tickets. Yep. Speaking of the state of Oregon, this happened at the, with the Oregon Lottery. Okay. Where officials, uh, well, when you announce the names of jackpot winners, usually it's, uh, you know, they people that live here in the United States. Right. They, they promote it and everything, and this could have been you, and buy your lottery tickets. I mean, yeah, it's all well, marketing. They decided to make an exception for a guy. Okay. Um, because out of, and honestly, they made the exception for this guy because it, well, he fears he could be killed or kidnapped if people... In Baghdad, where he's from, find out about his $6.4 million lottery win. So this guy lives in Baghdad, but had an Oregon lottery ticket? That's the confusing thing, isn't it? It's right. like, how the heck does yeah. an Iraqi in Baghdad get a hold of a Oregon lottery ticket? I'm pretty ticket? sure lottery tickets always say you have to be a U.S. citizen or some crap like that. Well, this guy, he's an Iraqi Kurd. He traveled to Oregon this month. To collect his mega bucks uh, jackpot. Okay. After he bought a ticket through a private online service. Private online service. Wow. 
So uh, Oregon, uh, the Oregon lottery says that the, the win's absolutely unprecedented, but uh, they cons- they were consulted by uh, experts and uh, believe that the online sale was legal. So this guy is now six point huh. four million dollars richer. And in um, wow, I'm surprised you can afford a lottery in time. Iraqi dinars. That's a lot. Guess how much that is? Yeah, six couple, <laughs> couple billion. Well, I, I would he, want it in cash, though. U.S. cash, man. I well, he decided to take the installment over 25 years. Get on him. Very smart. So he's, he's uh, that works out to $158,720 a year. But in Iraqi dinars, this dude is, he's a millionaire. Every yeah, month, he's every a millionaire. Month. Nice. 175 million Iraqi dinars. I'd rather have it uh, after man, taxes. I'd rather have it in U.S. debt presidents, though. I wouldn't trust dinars any day of the week. Isn't that crazy? It is nuts, man. Uh, hey, whatever, man. Hey, good on Oregon. Somebody bought a lottery ticket, gonna honor it. You know, good on it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just man. like, well, he's an Iraqi Kurd through an online service. Hmm. Iraqi Kurd, uh, deep down, and that's really far south for an Iraqi yeah, Kurd. Hell yeah, it is. Baghdad. But it got me thinking about the Peshtu and fighting ISIS, yeah. and I'm just imagining this guy, you know, Buy new fighting launches. ISIS, and he's like, "Well, I got some downtime. You know, I've got some downtime. Let me get online and purchase an <laughs> Oregon lottery ticket." He's gonna have a chromed out RPG launcher, you know. <laughs> <laughs> His, his combat uh, assault vehicle is going to have spinner wheels and stuff. So. Uh, yeah. Of all the lotteries in every state, I mean, he decides yeah. to <laughs> get an that. Oregon lottery ticket. Love it. Love it. Nice. Uh, you can't make that up, man. Nope. But that's going to do it uh, here for Beer Army Engage. So one thing's for certain, buy a lottery ticket. That's I don't right. care where you are in the world. Buy a lottery ticket. You just might be as fortunate as this guy. And to make sure you do hit up BeerArmy.org, not only check out the store, the new swag, you get information on Beer Army Hornets, tickets for Jolly Skull, all the events we have coming down the pike. There's a lot shaking. Stay informed. And in the meantime, rounds out. Beer Army Radio.